Rural Focus. It is Troy with Rural Focus and, uh, well, Rabobank, the 2022-2023 Australian winter crop forecast is out. Report author, Rabobank uh, Research Agriculture Analyst, Dennis Vosdenzecki is with me. Dennis, good morning, mate. Good morning, Troy. How are you doing? Now, did this report come out before those floods on the East Coast, mate? So this report came out literally uh, this morning, uh, but we were we, we saw that the, the rainfall was coming and the significant okay. rainfall that we've seen today or over the last over the weekend and well, since mid last week, we saw that coming and we did factor that in somewhat, but not entirely into our crop production forecast. I mean, Victoria, just mm. last week, we we're forecasting a record crop there. It's still going to be a big crop, but there are parts uh, that are literally underwater right now, especially yeah. in low-lying yeah. country. I mean, if you're in the rolling or rising country, that's all right. Uh, but if you look at Kerrang, uh, if you look at Shepparton, there, there's some really significant impacts uh, going on there. All right. So you had Australia to be on track to harvest, what, just under 62 million tonnes? Is that right? Yeah, just under 62 million tonnes. So just about one, one, one and a half percent below last year's record. It's Again, it's still going to be a very large crop. Yep. It's just not going to be, I think, as big as that. If we look at canola, I still think that's going to be a record production uh, level. So last year was in the mid six million tonnes. This year, I wouldn't be surprised to see seven or slightly above. Barley, also a very large crop. Well, it'll depend on what happens in Victoria, but that could be a record as well. Wheat, just before, uh, again, these floods, we're expecting it already down slightly on last year. And the primary reason was, yes, we're seeing these floods in Victoria now, but in New South Wales, especially central New South Wales, they've been suffering through excessive rainfall from planting all the way up to now. They had farmers are planting, replanting canola three times, and then that fields washed out during the growing season. And then just as, you know, how much worse could it get, then they see all this rain coming right into harvest. So in New South Wales, and of course Victoria, yeah. uh, but especially for central New South Wales, it's, it's been a really tough year. And what do you have for our WA farmers, mate? Well, WA, compared to the rest of the country, actually WA is in the same boat as South Australia. Uh, they're, they're doing incredibly well. We expect record crops, both in WA and in South Australia. So 2% up on last year. And if you go, okay, what's that 2% on last year? That's good. But what about compared to the five-year average? 40% up on last year for WA, uh, on the five-year average, pardon me. So it's it's a really large crop. We've got a lot of barley. We've got a lot of canola, mm. a lot of wheat. Uh, people planted less pulses this year, of course, because of all the container issues, which yeah. are, from what I hear, started to clear up. Uh, but of course, production for pulses uh, yeah. is going to be down because it's just less planted. So that's probably the good news, I suppose. On the other hand, the bad news would be, what, the farm inputs? Yeah, that's definitely a challenge. If we look yeah. at what we expect to happen um, moving forward, there's some upside and some downside uh, for pricing expected. If you look at urea, that yeah. has the highest upside price risk uh, just because the majority of the cost is natural gas and with Russia, Russian supplies of natural gas not going to Europe uh, or, or at least a lot less going to Europe it means that the price of natural gas has gone up there the margins for the manufacturers of urea have gone down and they've actually had to shut down plants and then where else are they going to get their urea? Well they go to the international markets to buy it and compete with Australia and bid up the price. So the, the price upside risk is with urea. If we look at phosphate and potash, well in the Americas it turns out there's actually more supply than initially expected. So they bought up a lot, the retailers there, they bought up a lot when the war in Ukraine started, they thought, you know, we're never going to get supplies from the Black Sea. Turns out they could and supplies kept flowing. Yep. So there's a bit too much there and that's going to be reflected in 
we already starting to see declining global price, and that should filter through uh, locally. Agrochemicals, also possibly some downside there. And how's the outlook for the commodity price, mate? It's, it's looking, compared to historic levels, yep. it's looking positive. Now, okay. it, it's always important to look at margins, and because of the high input, input prices, margins are expected to be squeezed moving into next year. Uh, but prices on average, so whether we look at APW track or free install in WA it'll be free installs more relevant. Mm. We expect over the next twelve months, on average, for it to, to trade around three ninety to four twenty per ton. Now that's nationally. It will really depend on which region, which state you zone in on. If it's WA, you've got that massive carryout from last year, yep. and that is going to impact prices from now all the way to, say, January, maybe March. You need to get a lot of that crop out of the country uh, for there to be sustained upside in pricing. Do you think that we can? Well, uh, CBH is improving yeah. the efficiency of mm. its supply chain, and they're increasing how much can be exported, for example, compared okay. to last year. Yeah. Uh, but to be able to get rid of a crop this large, you really need more facilities to do that. And the challenge is, okay, you invest in all these facilities now, but what happens in three years when you're back in a multi-year drought, which for Australia is definitely not out of the question. Anything else before I do let you go this morning, mate? No, that's about it. All right. Nice to chat as always. Uh, We'll chat again soon. I'll talk soon.